Hi guys, the title gives it all away. Before I'm going to talk about why celebrities are so skinny like Madison Beer, like, I don't know, Megan Fox, <laughs> first one came to my mind, Ariana Grande, we will discuss that after the first two minutes, or I will just talk about the assumptions that people make about Emma Chamberlain and that apparently her eating disorder and behavior got worse because she is drinking a lot of coffee and she's not eating and she's so skinny all of a sudden. Let's get right into it. So to the Emma Chamberlain thing, I just have to say that we don't know her. We don't know her personal life. And it, I find it absolutely disgusting how so many people make assumptions uh, just to get clicks because... I'm sure that some of these videos have popped up to uh, Emma Chamberlain's own timeline on YouTube and just thinking that because someone's a celebrity or an influencer that that makes them some kind of a superhuman being that's never getting hurt. I feel like that's <laughs> so ignorant. And we don't know if her eating disorder is getting worse because the, the truth is that one step forward, three steps back. That's sometimes exactly how recovery goes. And people might lose weight even though they're recovering right now, you know, and they're like, they were anorexic before whatsoever. Or people gain weight. <laughs> I gained weight a lot last year. And I was, that was the beginning of my binge eating recovery. And that just tells you, you know. So, but why is it that people like Emma Chamberlain and so on, they're always like people in the spotlight, I can't talk, are always so skinny. Like, do they work out a lot? How do we even burn calories? Why, why is it so effortlessly for some people? Because that's what I used to ask myself a lot back then. And I used to be so jealous, like play Jealous Jealousy by Olivia Rodrigo. I was so jealous of these people because I didn't understand. There are some components here. The first one is the NEAT. N-E-A-T. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Thermogenesis. <laughs> Pronunciation. That is basically the energy expanded for everything we do that is not sleeping, eating food, or consciously making an effort to go to the gym and stuff and exercise. It rankles from the energy expanded walking to work, typing, performing yard work, taking the stairs instead of the freaking elevator. And natural tasks like fidgeting. So people with, um, for example, ADHD who, um, I mean, people have very different symptoms with this, uh, with ADHD, but some are actually hyperactive and they burn a lot more calories than people without being, who are not being hyperactive. Okay, makes sense, right? If you're like jiggling your left leg, all the time. I do that sometimes, but imagine doing that like 90% of your day. You burn a lot of calories unconsciously. That is the first thing. So a lot of people are just naturally active. They are moving. They have a lot of energy. They don't even think about it. 
there's you oh my god did you just hear that <laughs> these are these are usually the people who uh don't even think about that twice they just live and love and laugh and you know yeah something to to be jealous about to be so to be so in the moment you know they're just present but that just has, has nothing to do with the thing itself that's just how i view people um like that sometimes there's no scientific evidence behind that second thing is second component how we burn calories is the ta the t termic effect of activity so consciously doing sports usually people think oh my god i went to the gym i probably burned 2000 calories i'm i'm literally um what's it called Rocky from Rocky, the movie. <laughs> like, I just did that in the gym. Usually you burn about um, 100 to 300 calories in the gym. So we are definitely sometimes over... What's the word? You know what I mean. We think we burn more than we actually do. I just forgot the word in this current moment. Next component is the TEF, termic effect of food. So basically the energy your body burns when it's splitting and metabolizing the nutrients that you feed it. So for protein, for example, it burns, quote unquote, like 30% of the calories you ate to metabolize what went into your body and 1% um, of the fats that you eat uh, is... The energy that's needed to burn these calories and for carbo carbohydrates, it's 10%. So protein has a very um, high TF, okay? Um, but this is like, I mean, it is a part of burning calories, you know, and like... Um, People burn calories with that, but it's not a huge, it doesn't play a huge part in that calorie burning, you know? So the biggest part actually is, take a guess, yeah, your neat, your non-exercise activity, thermogenesis. Genesis, I probably say that wrong. Yeah, but what I just explained to you. So what is it with celebrities why are they always skinny? Why is it always so like effortlessly? Is it even effortlessly for them to lose weight and to maintain their their skinny weight? And is it something to be jealous about? Jealous of? <laughs> A lot of people in the spotlight have actually opened up about struggling with eating disorders. People who are skinny, for example, Madison Beer, she talked about that. And also... Emma Chamberlain has said openly that she struggled with that before and that a lot of people in her environment struggled with that as well. So who else? Janet McCurdy from iCarly. She played Sam. I recall her also struggling with that. So we're on the binge eating disorder podcast, right? But it is very interesting and important to look into the different side of or the, you know, the path next door that people take. Instead of binging, being anorexic, being 
uh, too skinny and it's actually dangerous and their life is in danger because of it. Because as I said before, and I'm sure I'm not the only one um, who who thinks that um, sometimes, which is not a rational thought, obviously, but we wish we could just be one of those people who don't have appetite, who don't want to eat, who don't feel hungry, you know? Just know that I've been through both paths and definitely the binge eating path was a horrific one. But let me tell you, the other side is not greener. And a lot of celebrities may, may be skinny, but they have insane mental health struggles. And it is not a good life. And they're not happy because they're skinny. Not everyone who is skinny is happy. Skinny does not make you feel happy. Also, a lot of people, they have anxiety, depression, stress, and they lose appetite because of that. And a lot of people in the spotlight also struggle with depression and stress and anxiety and other mental illnesses. And therefore, there could be a correlation between all those things. I don't have a study on this, obviously. It would be a pretty weird study to make, but also an interesting one, probably. I feel like a lot of people just don't feel hungry because of that. That's just my own personal theory. And then also, um, I experienced that as well with anxiety um, or depression. I don't suffer from depression, even though I'm diagnosed with it. I, I'm not depressed. Mm, but I do have a tendency to go there. And when I do, I also lose my appetite. <laughs> It's crazy. Some people actually who um, identify as binge eaters or who have been told you're a binge eater and, you know, who suffer from binge eating disorder, they actually crave food when they're sad, mad, whatsoever. I I don't, actually. Um, yeah, just me, though. So interesting thing to observe. So what is it? Why are celebrities so skinny? Well, I think the eating disorder part is actually a huge one. Then I feel like they're always mm, on the go. Not all of them, but just a thought. If you're a singer, a dancer, whatsoever, you're always on the go. You have a high need. You're not paying attention to the uh, to the step um, step counter on your iPhone. They're probably just walking. They're they can't even think about that. Maybe they they do because they suffer from an eating disorder and are obsessed with how they look. Maybe not. And also, maybe they're just physically very active. So their T A, their T is very high. <laughs> okay, so this is not only for celebrities, it's not only for Emma Chamberlain, Madison Beer, Ariana Grande, this is for so many other people in your environment that you observe and you're like, how the hell are you so skinny so effortlessly? That is why. And effortlessly, put that in quotation or even actually don't even put that on the paper in your head. <laughs> Because often it is not effortlessly as I told you before, you know? 
so there you have it. That's how you uh, burn calories um, in your day-to-day life. And um, I, I can't talk today. <laughs> Yeah, this is basi- that's basically how your calorie consumption is coming together. So what is it what people do that makes them effortlessly skinny? Because we've talked about people who um, have eating disorders and illnesses that make them skinny. Um, you know, they're still very unhealthy and very um, unhappy. How are you effortlessly skinny? <laughs> So we're at a point where we're binging, where we're um, jealous of people who are skinny, or at that kind of point, we're at the point where we'll listen to this podcast episode, right? Um, first, listen to my other episodes. The 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 truth is, we we want to jump from being in this crisis of this vicious cycle of binging and restriction maybe or not restricting um or just binging and being um insanely i'm sick i'm sorry so we're in that vicious cycle and we want to jump to this high new cool platform where we're just effortlessly skinny and we're not even thinking about food I can tell you this takes a long time, but it's not a mysterical thing to do. A lot of people and coaches, they make it this big thing that you have to pay $100 for, $200, $300 for, I've seen a lot, to join the program. And at the end of the day, it's really integrating these little habits that I talked about in my very first episode where I, that's kind of the foundation for everything I say here. In these episodes, this is like the foundation episode you should definitely listen to because it's giving you the tools that you need. It's like a quick all-in-one episode that really gives you the the most important tools. Practical things like emotional eating, drink a zero-calorie drink with ice cubes or mix that. And then you have a slushy, drink that instead. Um... If you're craving food, emotional eat, and you should mm, eat a paprika, eat a eat an apple. Eat something that's that's a whole food, and you will you will teach your tasting buds to crave that in the fu- in the future. That really is how it works. At the end of the day, <coughs> I'm so sorry. So these foundational exercises and habits that we need to change, they are the, the starter pack, okay? You can't jump from zero to 100, even though we want to always in life. We always want the highest position in the job. We always want the, the perfect house tomorrow, right? And then when we have it, the grass is always greener on the other side. And all of a sudden, we're losing weight and we're... We're actually seeing success, but we're still like, why is this not fast enough? This is not fast enough. Even though one year ago, you were like, oh my God, I I feel like I can't lose weight. I feel like this will never happen. And if I ever will lose weight, I'm the luckiest human being on earth. 
Who am I talking about right now? Me, myself. I have to say, this the grass is always greener thing really applies to binge eating recovery for me personally. And I'm 100% sure that a lot of people find that. All of a sudden, you lose this weight. You're in this situation. And let me tell you right now, from the bottom of my heart, it does not solve all of your issues with your eating disorder, neither the ones that you have with yourself. I do have to say I feel better about my body now. I do feel more confident. But also, I'm obsessing more over it. So... Don't make the same mistake that I did to think that weight loss equals happiness because it really doesn't. And saying that skinny equals happiness is also wrong. Because now that I've seen the path of obsessing over food in a way where you're restricting yourself and you're going crazy over it and you're looking for recipes all the time, time and you're that's all you think about and you build your entire life and your focus around food that shit is exhausting as hell and that's just a little bit of how people feel when they have anorexia bulimia all of that stuff that's their entire world to think about food and you don't want to be there either right So in order to be happy and lose weight and lose the weight of your shoulders, as I always say, you have to listen to my first episode, podcast episode, because you you have all in one. You can also just Google it. But personally, I, I love the tools that I talked about in this episode. And then you also need to know that patience is key, as I always say. And... You never know what these celebrities, because this episode is about Emma Chamberlain and co. and all these other people, influencers, pretty much every influencer you can think of is skinny, right? Um, these people, these people look in the mirror and they're like, this is your brand. Imagine what it's like waking up every day and being like, if I gain one pound right now, I will be seen differently. People will comment about that. They, some of them, go to bed, and I'm 100% sure because people have talked about it who are in the spotlight. They wake up, they think about food. They are having a meltdown at 12 in the afternoon because they ate a little bit too much for breakfast. They had 50 calories more than usual. And they're breaking down over it. And that cycle continues. And they starve themselves and all that. The other side is not the glorious side always. That's just what I want to say. If you really want to see what happiness looks like. And how... You can be very sure that actually people are not obsessing over food and they're not restricting and all that. Look into your environment and look at the people who intuitively eat, who just stop when they're full, 
who eat slowly, who really just like take 20-30 minutes to to sit at the table and really slowly eat their pasta and exercise when they feel like it and they don't exercise when they don't feel like it. They don't obsess over it. They don't look at their uh, calorie counting app. They don't look at their step counting health app on the iPhone. They're just in the present moment. Look at those people and really look at what they're doing and what habits they have because these are the people where you can be sure that they're not struggling. And you can never be 100% sure, but I feel like if it's someone like your partner, your mother, your father, your sister, and you're always around them and you you see their eating behavior, really see, hey, that that's freedom right there. That's freedom. Don't look up to these celebrities like Madison Beer and Emma Chamberlain. I love, I love them, by the way. I love them, their music and their videos. I love Emma Chamberlain. But don't look up to those people and see that see that as happiness these people and their weight that is their brand 95 percent of the time okay and they will obviously do everything to maintain that brand because their brand is their money and their money is their freedom in life in a way their financial freedom in life they're only in bali right now on the yacht because they're keeping this this image up because their target group wants to see that from them. So you can't be sure what paths they took and they will take and they're willing to take to maintain that weight and to maybe lose weight, okay? So look around, really look around and be... Just be happy about the people in your environment that you love who really experience this food freedom and this freedom and everything kind of because food is everything food is everywhere food is food is socialization food is socialization no that's not the word <laughs> food is social life food is at social events food is in your kitchen food is everywhere right so re- really orient yourself, take a look at these people, inform yourself, listen to this podcast, and don't look at what I eat in a days. That's a huge one. Because you don't know if these people actually eat what they present to you. You don't know if they purge afterwards. You don't know if they're running 100 freaking miles after each meal to burn the calories and also a lot of these people are just normal youtubers they are not nutritionists they don't know about macronutrients they will eat a whole bowl of pasta that's only consisting of carbs which is fine it's a great macronutrient but there's no protein there's no fat there's no vegetables so so they feel hungry after two hours and you might see them eating a bowl of pasta again and they're really like hey there you go that's that's the way to go no look up what nutritionists say about these what i eat in a days if you really want the reality behind it it's like asking singers and actors about politics just because they're in the spotlight they don't know and that's not bad it's just how it is <laughs> that's not their profession that's not their 
their place to talk about that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> really had to get that off my chest. And in regards to Emma Chamberlain, I want to say, just leave that girl alone. Stop making assumptions, really. And that goes for every celebrity. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I want to scream that out. Scream and shout. And let it all out, to be honest. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I see you next Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Next Sunday. Hopefully without all these coughs and all these vocabulary issues (laughs) i hope i helped you and i'll see you guys next episode of ice cubes and peppers i'm melody your host (laughs) why do i say that bye